and can. I know we can. So this hashtag, what does it mean? What does it mean to empower the gold child? And I'm not saying that the boy child is excluded, but this focus is specifically on women in sport and recognized, uh, recognizes rather the importance of equality uh, to encourage women and girls and I guess their innate power that they might think they have forgotten. Well, to help us talk about this, we have South African swimming legend Natalie Detoy on the line. Let me get her there. Natalie, so good to chat to you. A warm welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me on the show this afternoon. So good to have you. How have you been keeping, in the face of a pandemic, keeping safe, a lockdown, and obviously just going back to life? Definitely not the way we know it. Absolutely not. You know, I think I'm I'm very fortunate that I actually work from home, and I have done for the last couple of years. So I've, you know, got the office set up and all of that, and just been very lucky with with having that at home. So life hasn't changed too much for me, mm. um, other than trying not to go out too much. But, um, you know, life happens. And I think one has to just keep protecting yourself and, you know, just being careful and, and also supporting others. Right. I think we've all been touched in some way, shape or form mm. um, by the COVID pandemic. And, and ultimately, you know, just to be there for each other, supporting in an inspirational way, in a you know, helping out with if it's take a plate of food across the street or, um, yeah, I guess just being that support. Mm-hmm. Talking about support, let's talk about hashtag women can. And obviously this virtual dialogue that is to take place because I know women can. You know, I'm a woman, I'm a woman in sport and it is about elevating other women. But why is this hashtag maybe a little bit more important perhaps than other hashtags that have come along you know, motivating and pushing for, for women? You know, I think the the topic of women can and, and specifically hashtag women can is something that, um, you know, can be spoken about for years and years and years. Um, it is about empowering. It's about encouraging, um, you know, leading. And I think as a woman, you know, not all women are able to, to sort of climb up the ladders. Um, a lot of women maybe feel like they don't, you know, they don't really have the skills or the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this hashtag is great in terms of being able to speak about the topics, to be able to speak about women, to be able to have a conversation and, you know, get it out there. Let w- men support women as well and not only women support women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and for all of us women to rally behind everybody, um, each other and, and ultimately grow each other as well. You know, something that sport teaches one is, is, you know, it's teamwork. It's about going out there and, and to finish a project, one needs to work as a team, one mm. needs that support. Um, so dialogue important um, and, and bring the topic to light. But isn't, you know, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit, but isn't the sisterhood dead? Uh, because a lot of the times you'll see women rather tramp on each other to get to where they need to be as opposed to holding hands and elevating each other. And then you also talk about opportunities. You know, there's equality, but also by the mere fact that we are women, is that not our our weakness in itself, especially in a sports world where it is male-dominated? And, yeah, I, I guess, are we there to just tick a box and be a number? I think that's the com- the conversations that are happening within different organizations. I know in sports specifically, you know, um, it is trying to get a 50% male, 50% female in terms of leadership in whichever um, organization you're in. 
Um, you know, is it something that needs to be documented? Is it something that is conscious? Um, you know, fortunately for me, in, in all that I've been involved in, um, we've always had more or less 50% women. And that's something that's, that's really special because women do bring something slightly different to the table. Mm. Um, you know, they talk about the nurturing aspects of women. Um, and that's what's important. You know, a lot of, a lot of women tend to, as you, as you mentioned, you know, put each other down. Um, mm. And I think that's what the need is for the dialogue. It's for women to understand that, you know, it's not about putting women down, but it's about pushing them to higher levels, yeah. to levels that, that they can achieve. And that's mm. what, what is truly special. You know, in my sport, it was on a clock. And <laughs> if, you, if you qualified on, on time, um, you know, then you qualify. Mm. And I've been very fortunate to be able to see other sports that that are extremely male-dominated. For example, your soccers, um, yes. you know, your rugby and your, um, your cricket. Um, and you see, I, I think it's the, the men's cricket side that is also um, linked to the women's cricket side and, and getting equal sponsorships. But ultimately, it is a conversation that will need to be had. And, you know, at various levels, the conversations around, um, you know, must it be um, put into into the legislation, um, mm. you know, the rules mm. and regulations, mm. um, or must it just be done? Yeah. I think a lot of it is cultural um, and, and trying to get over cultural barri- barriers within Africa. Um, so, you know, we do struggle with a bit of the culture. But other than that, you know, as a sports person, in a sport where I was against the clock, um, it is, for me, it's important to see women... Um, you know, rising to all the challenges and being given the opportunities that they deserve. Mm. Do you think perhaps you're lucky in terms of the sporting code that you chose, that there is a good mix of men and women? Because we can go to rugby, for example, and take a look at a a Babawalacha, for example. Then we could go to football and we could take a look at a Porsche Modise, uh, for example, again, where playing in different eras and times also meant very different remuneration and recognition. And so do you think perhaps, Natalie, you had it easier based on the fact that there are a good number of female swimmers uh, in your time? Well, I think, you know, we, we were unfortunate to, to get the remuneration, I think, that a lot of sports do get. Mm. Um, and as swimmers, you know, um, my parents paid for me. Um, I had lots of sponsorships uh, to be able to travel and to be able to tour. Um, and gain the experience. I think what is unfortunate within the swimming fraternity or the swimming world is is age. You know, a lot of women, when they hit puberty, tend to um, slow down in swimming and tend to give up because it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. Um, you know, it's something that I had to put on the back burners in terms of studies, in terms of, um, you know, basically living life. You give all that up to be a swimmer. And I think, you know, it's a similar, I guess, situation for, for males as well. When they get a bit older, they've got to make the decision, do they want to carry on and spend the, you know, four hours, six hours training, or do they want to, you know, carry on with, with studies, et cetera. So yeah. I think for the different sports, it's really different types of conversations. Um, and in terms of women, you know, going through puberty, wanting to have families, um, you know, in swimming, at the, at, if you retire at the age of 28, is it too late to have a family? Is it too, you know, are mm, you still mm. of a good enough age? Um, so there's, there's many of those questions that come about. And I think, you know, you speak about the different sports, you know, for example, your, your soccer, your rugby, you know, there's, those are quite injury-prone sports. And 
the athletes tend to retire, I think, a lot earlier than a yeah. sport such as swimming. So there's many, many factors that come into this. And I think what's really important is that dialogue around it and ultimately, you know, keeping women, the, the conversation of women alive yeah. so that women do support women and men also do support women. Mm, I like it, you know, because it is just so much to talk about. But it's one thing to talk, Natalie, and then we don't talk again, you know, because you made a very interesting point that we kind of need to get it um, on black and white, you know, that this is how we're going to roll out women, women in sport uh, and have these dialogues as often as we are, uh, can in order to make women comfortable. So who who gets an in in this um, virtual uh, dialogue? Well, I mean, you know, anyone can join live on Facebook and YouTube on the 4th of March at 11 a.m. So you're welcome to, you know, to tune in and to listen to the dialogue. Um, You know, it's important to understand in in all realms of sport what the conversations are out there. Um, You know, a lot of the time we don't always hear what others are speaking about. Mm. Um, So it is important, I think, and, and one of the topics... Um, at this hashtag women can event is a holistic woman in sport. Mm. So it can be a young girl, it can be an older woman, um, you know, it can be, for example, someone like me who's been through sport, has retired. Um, you know, we've seen sport in a slightly different light to the youngsters of nowadays. Yeah. Um, and the pressures that are, are on the youngsters. So I think, you know, if you tune into Facebook and uh, YouTube, on the 4th of March at 11 o'clock, you can tune in to at Gauteng S-A-C-R um, and at Envision Brand Z-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be able to actually listen to, to the event. Um, and yes, just to get to know a bit more about women and sport. Yeah, I like it. What would you say is your biggest regret? Well, I think, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, as an athlete and, and within my sport, it was racing against the clock and, and I was always sort of given the advice that just be the best that you can be and be so far ahead that nobody can turn you down. Mm. And, you know, it's not like that when you get older as a woman. It's always trying to find your place in society, always trying to find your, you know, your strengths um, and, and play to your strengths, um, you know, trying to juggle so many um, things like work, family, um, you know, house dogs, whatever it is, yeah. um, you know, ultimately, I think what's, what's really important is, is that we find our place as well and that we, we grow with it. Mm. But do you ever f- feel like sport took you on this, I mean, it took you to places perhaps you would never have been if, if you weren't uh, uh, an athlete. But do you feel sometimes that life ran away from you and that there were little bits that you wanted to hold on, perhaps a birthday that you wanted to be at or, you know, someone's 60th or grandparents this or that, but you couldn't be there because you ultimately chose swimming? You know, I think there's a, a lot of those moments, and, and I wouldn't really call them regrets um, because they were choices that were taken um, at the time. I, I put studies on hold, um, finding it very difficult to study, work, um, and, you know, try and do everything all in one mm-hmm. at, at my age. Um, and sometimes I wish that I'd actually just tried to plow through and, and, and finish my studies. Um, it was just a little tough training eight hours a day um, and trying to fit everything in. Mm. But ultimately, I think, you know, lost a lot of friends along the way as well because, you know, I didn't go out to the movies or to dinners. Um, and you stop, they stop inviting you. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, life sort of 
it's quite lonely, I guess. Um, and and trying to make those friends again gets quite challenging because, you know, they've all moved on. They've got different friends, you know, mm. all finished studying and mm. you're in slightly different eras. Um, so it's like a 30, you know, six-year-old pretty much living like a 26-year-old and trying to experience all those things that 26-year-olds have experienced. So. Yeah. Um, it's crossing 10 years all into one. <laughs> so, yes, I think, you know, challenges, but I think they're positive, you know, because ultimately you can go through those those periods and, you know, you don't do the crazy things maybe that you might have if mm. you were that age. Mm. Um, it's a little bit more reserved. Um, and what's positive is you can still do anything you really want oh, to do, anything agree. that you put your mind to. I agree. I agree with that. What is always the bit of wisdom as uh, women, girls come to you, uh, admire you, you their role model? What is always that pearl of wisdom that you leave them with? You know, I, what I like to share, and, and, and it's always motivation that's being shared with me, and that is, you know, you have to decide what you want to do, what you want to achieve. It is tough. Um, but once you decide it, it is something that you have to keep going with and, and keep doing. Um, you know, you don't just give up at the drop of a hat if that's the decision you take. If you decide to give it up, then you must know that you've tried everything and, you know, you can't give anything more. Mm. So as a woman, it's to, to dream and to make sure that you go after those dreams no matter what. I love that, no matter what age as well. Hashtag women can. And please give us uh, just the details again for anybody listening right now who wants an in to this virtual dialogue. Uh, I think it happens four days before International Women's Day. Yes, so on the 4th of March at 11 a.m., that's South African time, live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, you can go on to Atkhalting S-A-C-R um, and Evision Brand S-A. Um, and you can tune in live and, and basically listen to a dialogue. There, there are a number of women that will be speaking um, on all topics, um, women-related, be it health, be it fitness, be it importance, um, you know, what the future looks like in, t- in terms of collaborative sports efforts, um, role of government. Um, this is uh, an event that is in partnership with Halting Department of Sports, Arts, Culture and Recreation, as well as Envision Brands. So, you know, it's looking for the future of sport and the future of women. Um, yes, hashtag women can. Definitely. Natalie, always a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you. And thank you for your role that you play within women's sport. You're a star. Thank you so much for that. Natalie Detoy, swimming legend, right here on the show today to tell us about that hashtag women can. It sounds like an interesting discussion and a discussion that I want to be a part of because it is about not just sitting down, I guess. It's about standing up and speaking out so that everybody else who follows um, doesn't have to encounter the same difficulties, be it sexual harassment in the workplace, be it not doing a sport because of just self-doubt or not following your dreams. And so I really love this initiative and uh, just coming together, coming together as women, you know, rebuilding the sisterhood that I talk about, which I honestly do think is broken. 